previously on Deck of Many Aces. I'm playing Yaya Akikt, who is an Aarakocra ranger. I'm playing Gamble, a wild magic sorcerer changeling. Today I'm playing Jacob, who is a human warlock. I'll be playing Gimble, who is a clockwork soul sorcerer and is brother to Gamble. Gaia is most definitely in charge, I feel. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that tracks. Oh, yeah, it's not Jacob. You, you know you can't, you can't eat that, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's not for me. I'm, I'm wondering what will happen. Oh, my God. Are you going to give the spices to your dog? We start with your characters coming to the growth of city, uh, Kilrati. You have been requested for a piece of work. There is a ghost problem as it's kind of briefly been described you need to make your way to the city and then when you get to the city make your way to the large tree in the center Welcome to Deck of Many Aces, an actual play ca- podcast way with actual aromantics. <laughs> Congratulations for doing the intro better than me. <laughs> Asexuals may also be included. <laughs> no, this episode is only for aromantics. I am Ira, I am I use she they pronouns, and I'm going to be your DM for today. Your demi-romantic uh Meringue. There you that go. That was the thing Yay. you said. I remembered it this time. Ha ha. Do people want to go through and introduce themselves? Yes, hello. My name is Chloe and I am playing, not Raina Richwood, but Yaira Keat, an Aracocra Ranger who is done with all of the other PCs' <laughs> shenanigans hey, already. Jacob's been but well behaved, mostly. Jacob has a cursed doll. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. It's more like the cursed doll has Jacob. Um, That's horrendous. It's worse. Like worse. Um. Oh, we both use she, her pronouns. One day. <laughs> One day. Webster? Oh, yes. Oh, God. Sorry. I don't... I'm, re- I'm not used to this order at all. I don't like this. Also, the fact that you referred to me as Webster makes me think <laughs> yeah, that I, I should definitely be last and not second. <laughs> But there we are. Um, Sorry, Webster, hi. your name is just too early in the alphabet. I, I know what I do. I know how much I curse you. Curse me. Hi, I'm Ellie. I use she, her pronouns. And today I am playing Gamble, one half of the Order and Chaos twins. Gamble uses she, her pronouns and is a changeling wild magic sorcerer. Uh, I've already said my pronouns, haven't I? Yes. I'm doing really well. Hi. Uh, I am Katie. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns. And today I am playing Jacob, who is a human warlock. 
and he uses he him pronouns. I am Nathan. My pronouns are he him. And I will be playing Gimbal, who is a clockwork sorcerer who uses. Did you just say a clockwork sorcerer? Yes, I did. A sorcerer oh is a jazz musician, and I refuse to accept anything else. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't really do that with mine because I'm a deep stalker ranger, and both of those end in er. Uh, also, so. like I, I know this is me, but like deep, deep st- deep stalker just really gives me incel energy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't like that. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's just whenever you say back. deep stalker. I just got that it's gimbal, like G-I-M-B-A-L, as in the thing that is like using clockwork and gyroscopes and stuff. Yep. yep. That's good. Mm-hmm. And gamble and I, as in and, like and gamble gambling to, along. Yeah, well also ran, the random yes. chance of gambling. Good. And, that's like, a good character name choices. Well done, you Yes, two. thank, thank you. you. We're so clever. I was gonna say, to be fair, like Nate sent me, Nate sent me his character name and character sheet first, and I was like, okay, cool, I've got to match this. And then I looked it up, and I was like, oh gosh, this is so good. I need to, I need to like match it. And I spent literally days trying to figure out like a good name. And then I was like, uh, like I think I my first my first thought was uh oh god i feel like it was like no it wasn't jambalaya but it was like that vibe um because i was like oh just days. something <laughs> stupid i mean that is a chaotic name gimbal and jambalaya if our <laughs> characters are poetry then uh, gimbal is the meter and gamble is the rhyme oh i'm obsessed that with that did you yeah. just come up with that out of nowhere i mean yeah that was that was a good. That was beautiful. It. Uh, thank you. Thank it you. was. It was. It was. Yeah. If anyone else was wondering, I picked Jacob for Jacob's name because that was the next on my list of names to use for PCs. I use an online name generator. Fun. So I have no. To be fair, oh, every time you I'm say Yaya, ya, I think about. I just think Yaya Binks, but in a German accent. No. no. <laughs> oh, she's no. so cursed. No. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Binks. <laughs> for reference, all of the growth names are based off of poisonous plants of various forms. Mm-hmm. Um, Love it. I did catch that yeah. when you in- first introduced Delphinium. I was like, "That's yes. so cool." Anyway, let's let's play some D and D. Let's Dungeons do, and Dragons. D and D. I'm not going to say the joke. Uh, <laughs> so, what what happened last session? It was so long ago. I'm aware, but try to pull back your memory. And- <laughs> counted for us. I met two very nice clocks. And that's it. That was the session. <laughs> I tried to convince Gimbal that clocks don't have names, feelings, or lives, but he didn't believe me. We spent two hours talking... We spent two hours? We spent an hour talking about clocks. That was it. <laughs> and the symmetricalness of beds. There was the... the yeah, we, we spent a lot of time doing random activities that were probably not conducive to an adventure. And then at the end, there was, like, a weird bit where everyone sang, and then this bell chimed 17 times. Ed, you don't need to call it weird. It may be a perfectly normal Just because you're having do, culture uh, shock. Um, yes. Come on, Gamble. It's it's normal thing to do. <laughs> I want I want to come back to uh, like with a witty rebuttal, but I genuinely don't have one. So all I can say is sorry. <laughs> well, I came I came out to have fun. I'm feeling so attacked right now. <laughs> I came out to make jo- to to make jokey problematic things, and now I feel like I'm actually being problematic. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, thankfully, this race doesn't exist in real life. Yeah, thankfully, and it's not a poorly constructed allegory for any other uh, ethnicity, because that would be bad. I spent a long time thinking of that. Oh my goodness. Hunt ghosts and greet clocks, and I'm all out of clocks. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! That is is going in the episode promo. I think that's the name of the episode. Um, I'm all out of clocks. I'm all out of clocks. <laughs> oh um, yes, I've got no clocks okay. to give. Okay, oh, that that would be good, Ellie, but it's too no. Unfortunately, Aww. that song, well, wonderful is is not suitable for our podcast. But uh, <laughs> no, D and D, D and D, Here we go. So we're doing we're, it again. <laughs> we're uh, we're at our residence for our briefing. Yes, are, are we? Are we back yes. from the craft bit? Yes, mm-hmm. you're back from the craft bit. Unless you had, let's just say you are. You can visit it. Well, when you leave. Can I have bought something outrageously useless for me and Gimbal? Yes, without a doubt. Like just something so ridiculously touristy that is like simultaneously tacky but also kind of artisanal. There Snow is globes? nothing touristy in this city, Ellie. It it is not there is there are no tourists. Anyone who comes here is gonna die. Um, <laughs> That's that's the tagline. Come to Carity. Yeah. Anyone who comes yeah. here dies. I mean, yeah, everyone no dies tourists. eventually, usually. Well, the tourists are now the ghosts. Yeah. yeah. You don't know where the ghosts came from. Well, you, actually, you, Iriel specifically does. Hey, you did the thing where you made a joke and it's actually the case. Oh, my God. <laughs> ah! This is a running theme. You, you, you buy some useless crafts of some sort. Um... I'll, I'll figure something out. Maybe like a comb for your leaves, except she doesn't have any leaves. Yeah, something like that. Yes. Yeah, you buy um, pruning shears. <gasps> um, Excellent. Oh, now and, you've given her a weapon. Uh, what's you... the damage dice on pruning shears? Uh, a d4. Okay. Nice. Uh, right? Same as a knife. I'm adding it Good to my snow. inventory. <laughs> yeah. What have you got there, Gamble? I thought that these would be really pretty and also potentially quite useful for you. Um, they're pruning shears. I don't know what manner of ghosts we're going to come up against, but if they happen to be of the growfolk variety, then maybe pruning shears will help. They, they are very uh, ornate pruning shears. They're very fancy. Oh, you know what they say? It's the thought that counts. There was no thought. Only counting. <laughs> Only vibes. <laughs> Only vibes. Uh, there was counting? Yeah. Yeah. Maya gives a death stare from the corner of the room where she's furiously drawing a map. Our guide is two minutes late. Yes, so Gertlus rushes in at this point when you say they're two minutes late and says, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry I'm late, uh, the, the meeting overrun, it was, it was quite important. Um, oh, no worries, no worries, thank you for coming. They kneel at the, the table that's, uh, that's in the centre of the room and they say, uh, come... Uh, come sit or however you like. Thank you so much for coming here. We've we've been having a problem recently. We weren't we weren't entirely aware. We, people have been going missing, and while that's not impossible in the forest, it, it does happen. It's very sad, of course, but it it does occur. It's been increasing recently, and that sounds terrible. Uh, at four, first we thought there might be some sort of beast in the woods or something along those lines, but a week ago a person came 
to us uh, from an incident. Someone reported that they were in a panic. Something had happened to them, and we managed to learn from them that there is a house to the sort of northeast northeast of the city that they believe is haunted. That they've experienced this uh, phenomena in, and we have no one who's an expert in this field. So we. That's why we contacted you. Uh, Although they described anything more specific than simply haunted, because there's a lot of different types of ghosts. We found it difficult to get much information out of them. Um, They were saying that something was trying to get them, that it was trying to hurt them in some way, and... um, and they were, they can't remember exactly, but it was, what was it? They, something was calling them into the house. I don't know if that's literally or metaphorically, but it was calling them to the house. And when they went in, something attacked them or was going to attack them. And they ran. I think other things might have happened, but that's that's what we could get from them. Um, huh. What makes you think this is related to the people going missing. Are they coming back as ghosts? Well, no, but this is the first time something like this has happened in a a long while and usually it's a singular event. When I say it's increased, there have been 20... uh, No, 30 people, roughly. We don't know the exact numbers, of course, who have gone missing in the last Of course you don't know the exact numbers. (laughs) You will not know. How many degrees northeast is it? Um... I have no idea. We don't use the greens. I'll pull out the map and be like, can you show me on the map? I don't... You haven't mapped out the area, but they sort of point to... They point off the map that you've you've drawn out. A ways away. Like, it's a bit away, of the, a bit out of the city. But it's not, like, ridiculously far. It's, like, a probably two hours walk, maybe? Mm-hmm. From where you are, uh, not out of the city. Yeah. Um... And they say the when people go missing like this, it's usually a singular event that causes the, the rise. And this has uh, happened before. We believe we we don't know, but we believe that this is responsible for a number of them. When you, you say this usually happens, has it happened before? Um, a long time ago, we have records of there are records of a beast that came into the woods people were going missing and then a number of people got attacked and we sent um, people to deal with that Our, um, uh, I think uh, guard is the closest word to it and they dealt with it fine but we sent someone to check out this house and they couldn't find anything wrong with it but there are, it's it's a strange house there are things in it that seem strange we, I, they they couldn't describe it exactly. It was more of a feeling, but uh, as well as the uh, report we had from this uh, person who we believe that it is haunted, uh, and people have been avoiding it for a while now. It's we did lose the the person who who reported this to us. They died shortly afterwards, and we are unsure why. Well, that answers my next question, which was going to be: Can we talk to them? Just sort of drop dead then. No, they got ill. They couldn't 
uh, walk, they were lethargic, and uh, eventually they died. They fell asleep and would not wake up. Huh. How long between when they found the stuff, uh, stuff in the house and when they died? It would have been uh, three days, I believe, maybe more. Hmm. Well, that bodes well for us. I, I, I do understand if you're hesitant, but we I was under the assumption you were experts and knew how to interact with this stuff. Oh no, we'll we'll uh I'm sure This is our job. Yes, uh we we are, as you say, uh experts on this, uh and we will do everything in our power to make sure this does not continue happening. Thank you. And if you do need any uh, help or resources, please do ask. We would, we are dedicated to solving this. Uh, uh, okay. Thank you, Big Skirtless. Of course. Gamble sticks her hand in the air and says, Ah, uh, this might be completely unrelated, but, um, what was the whole, uh, singing bell ringing thing oh, um, about earlier? Uh, Todd Bracklin. Yes, um, it's uh, a, a celebration of the the people born in the year. Ah! We sing uh, the song and we ring a bell for every fifth child born. Okay. And was there any reason that it happened at like this particular time? Is it just like a custom thing? No reason. I believe. I I don't know how it started, but it's when we do it. Oh. Okay. Cool. That was all. I'm just curious. Of course, it's it's um, a lovely uh, celebration. Sorry, did you say every five children born? Yes, every fifth child born. And uh, how often is that? Do you think? Oh it's, no, as in the the bell is rung for every fifth child born. So it isn't rung every time a, a fifth child is born. It's done once a year. Five times seventeen children born this year, I believe. I see. Yes. There's less than 100 children this year. Yes. Hmm. Is that an unusually high or low amount? It's an unusually low amount um, that I would consider, but then I am only human. No, it's... No, it's it's average. Oh, you mean for growth? I thought you meant just compared to, like, a... Slightly higher, actually. Uh, other cities. No, okay. Oh, no, no, no. I, to I, be I, precise, it's 85. For growth, this is entirely normal. Yes, okay. Yes, well, they don't. They, they round down. Huh! So it could be up to 88, uh, 89. Yes. Cool. Okay. I don't like that. That it's 85 to 89. <laughs> this is the, the worst city in the world for you. <laughs> I don't mean to be impolite, but this place is very imprecise. Isn't it? <laughs> no one cares about that but you. Hey! I mean, I also don't care, but it's important. We are as precise as we... Your clocks must be very unhappy. Uh, <laughs> clock does not have feelings. Oh my God. What are feelings, oh. anyway? And that's what makes them such great friends. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on from that, uh, is there anything else uh, that you need from us or that we can, or that w- we can discuss, or shall we get to work? No, I don't believe so. Again, if you do need any 
resources of any form, we will try to get them. And I can, if you need supplies, I'm sure I can point you in the right direction to... There are plenty of shops so that they can be tough. Oh, 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 I have, uh, I have a couple, a couple more questions. Hmm. You might have mentioned them earlier. I wasn't paying a hundred percent attention. Um, but, uh, the two, two things. Uh, first thing, um... Is there, I know that there aren't lots of uh, living witnesses to this, but like, is this sort of the freaky vibes? Are they like more vibe-y at certain times of day? Or are they mostly consistent? Gimbal is wincing. <laughs> um, she said, I believe the, the report we got was, he said it was, the weather wasn't good. I think that's what it... And yes, the weather wasn't good that day. It was foggy, I believe. Gamble is writing, bad weather equals bad vibes. But I have no idea whether that's to do with the... Okay. The, the, um, I, Katie, in real life, I'm also writing bad weather equals bad, bad vibes. <laughs> I, Ellie, am also writing in real life, bad weather equals bad vibes. I've written foggy weather. Gamble is internally objecting to this use of the equal sign. <laughs> <laughs> um uh se- second question um so you said it was a house in the non-specific northeast of the city um yes. is is there any like history of the house that's like worth knowing about is it just an ordinary house or does it have any socio-cultural political historical relevance I am not aware of it if you'd like you can come to terror and we can uh, have a rummage around in the records to see if there's anything. Do I get to no. climb the big tree? Oh no, this is in the roots. Your uh, oh. outsiders aren't allowed to climb the tree. Oh. It, it might be a wise idea, though. It's a, it's a good idea to know what kind of ghosts we're going up against. This is true. Before we go, I am always in favor of research. Yes, uh, that would be a good plan. I'm always in the favor of running in and finding out, but I also understand the importance of research, so fine. I mean, if you want, you can come now. I, I'm making my way back there after. That would be perfect. Our conversation. Yeah. Hell yeah! Sounds like a. I would be interested to have a look at your records room, actually. I've not seen any of your literature or, or, or libraries here, but uh, it would be quite interesting. Of course. What filing system do you use? Gimbal <laughs> is suddenly paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Yaya is not. They probably do it by date and then different sections of their like record space are dedicated to the different types of records that they have, like one that's dedicated to... Okay, as long to... as it's not Fantasy Dewey Decimal System, then <laughs> I think no. Jacob is satisfied. It's solely by date, because these are like official records. Okay. If, if it was like a, a, a library, then I have no idea, I haven't thought of it. This is more like, it would be the equivalent of like how you would organise newspapers and stuff, by date, mm-hmm. uh, by like subject, whatever. Jacob, once upon a time, in his... In, in the in the before times of his life, uh, was a nerd. Nowadays, he's a warlock. Not able to be a nerd because of because he's a warlock. Because he's being a warlock. <laughs> he changed career paths. Career paths. <laughs> Are you saying you cannot be a nerd and a sugar baby at the same time? 
His career path was tragically uh, swept from under his feet by a haunted doll. Uh, you can definitely be a nerd and a sugar baby. He would like to be a nerd. He would like to to go back home and have a comfortable job and not have to ghost hunt and not have to interact with a haunted doll ever again. But that doesn't seem to be on his immediate agenda. This is absolutely the opposite vibes of Gamble and Gimble. <laughs> <laughs> so, do, yeah, uh, you make your way to um, Kiltaro, the, the tree. While we're on our way, you might be interested to know that the Dewey Decimal System was developed by the Fae. Really? And uses the number <laughs> of dewdrops on the book <laughs> to determine where it goes, which is horribly imprecise and makes me very upset. Oh, is that why it's what it's so illogical? It is. That's so cool. Oh, wonderful. I did not know that. Thank cool. you. I would really like to speak to a fae at some point. I feel like we'd have a lot to talk about. No, Gamble, I feel like that would be a very bad idea from you. Why? <laughs> they're, Agreed. Well, they're, they're very tricksy. So am I. Exactly. She says and transforms into something that she thinks resembles a fae. Probably doesn't because she's never seen one before. I mean, I don't okay. think Yaya has either, but I mean, she definitely like knows a bit about... I feel like she knows a bit about everything and she knows a lot about ghosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, how this, that's how we're playing this. That makes sense. That tracks. That very much tracks. So we get to Kaltaro. everyone, it's Ellie here. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. If you are, please consider checking out our supporter ACOS link. This is like a virtual tip jar where you can just give us a little bit of a little bit of a thank you uh, in financial form. We obviously accept thank yous in non-financial forms and you are in no way obligated to do this. It would just be a nice cool thing. All the proceeds of that go towards things like making a web domain, investing in merch, and also compensating the lovely, lovely PCs that I have on this show, because they're great, and they deserve all the love and all the riches in the world. You can find that at supporter.acast.com forward slash deck of many aces, with spaces in between the words. There's also a link right at the bottom of the episode description. Today's promo is for Chosen Ones. How do I even begin to describe Chosen Ones? If you enjoy the deep world building that we do in Doma, if you enjoy the rich characterization and the emphasis on roleplay, then you'll definitely enjoy Chosen Ones. The most interesting thing about Chosen Ones is that it is a visual graphic novel style YouTube series, which is so exciting because I don't think that there's anything else in the podcasting sphere like it. So you can find them on YouTube and if you don't have the time or if you would rather just listen to it rather than see the graphics, then you can also listen to it as a audio-only podcast available on most podcasting platforms. They've also launched a Kickstarter to help them create their third series trailer and properly compensate the artists and the musicians that are working on it so if you'd like to support them then you should check out their kickstarter it's advertised on their youtube and also on their twitter roll trailer well hello there young adventurer i've been waiting for you 
We've met before, don't you remember? Ah, no worries. I'm quite forgetful myself. The other sparks are waiting for you. Leviath, Shuey, Theo, and Brandy. They've had such wonderful tales to tell. A truly marvelous story. I wonder which one of them will be the chosen one. Perhaps none of them will. Perhaps it will be you. The morning's coming soon. I have to leave now. Will I see you again? I sure hope so. Is a story really a story if there's no one to tell it to? Well, goodbye for now, adventurer. Chosen Ones is a visual novel-style D&D podcast on YouTube that releases every Thursday at 1pm CST. Find us on Twitter at Chosen Ones D&D. Come adventure with us. You can see there are people going up the tree into the the branches. <gasps> but where you're going is this kind of entrance that burrows deep it burrows underneath the roots of the tree. Aww. Although it's actually like it's surprisingly light. There's holes that have been burrowed out from the ceiling to the ground. I don't know how to describe that properly. That bring in sunlight into the space and there are kind of occasionally uh, sort of magical lights that have been put up um, around the building. Uh, around the building? Around the roots. When you first walk in, there is a sunken space in which there are sort of chairs and various places for people to sit. And you see a couple of people who are sitting in this space having like a discussion. And you can't understand what they're saying because they're speaking in uh, Grovian. Gertless will say, this, yes, this is um, where most of the discussions about the city happen. Uh, I think, what do you call it? Um, government? Or something along those lines. It's something like that. I can't remember exactly. Ah, oh, yes. Government. I can't, I think it's slightly different, but it's it's close enough. Um, like a council? Yes, maybe. I, I'm not the best with common... But I, I do learn, of course. I've got many languages I can talk to you in, if you prefer. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I only know common and Grovian. Oh, I don't know that one. And they lead you around, sort of, to a, a around the area and to like the back, in which there is. Um, uh, it opens up into a room in which they've got sort of lots of bookshelves with with books and records of various types filed along the walls. And at the top of the each shelf, there is a, a plate with the, the date on it. And it goes back uh, quite a way, not ridiculously far, a couple of maybe like 2,000 years, which is sounds like a long time, but it's like the records are surprisingly brief. Like each, each bookshelf spans probably like 80 years, depending on how busy it was. Okay. Are the records written in Grovian? Yes, they are. But I'll, I'll be able to translate. Gimbal will sit down on the floor and say, I'll just need ten minutes and six seconds. And sets a timer on <laughs> his clockwork gauntlet and just sits on the floor. 
while it ticks away and is casting Comprehend Languages as a ritual. Very nice. In the meantime, <laughs> Gamble, uh, who I think has taken a liking to this fae esque visage. We don't know what Faye look like in this universe as well, so this is interesting. Yeah, we have. This is just like someone saying, "I would like to look like a fairy," and then doing it in our world. Yes, but but yeah. I think we culturally have an idea of what a fairy might look like in in our world. Whereas I think in this world, it's, we I don't know if we know that yet. It's a bit more like being like, "I want to look like an a noble Eldritch horror," and then just doing it, and everyone's yes. fine with it. We've got like folk tales and stuff. Yeah, we do. That's true. So there might be yeah. a societal image. Out of character, we haven't decided what that no. looks yes. like. Do you want to decide now what Faye looked like? This is so much responsibility. I think, uh, I think certainly Gamble's version of Faye, she's kept some things that are sort of true to her, uh, quote unquote, true, like, self so she's got like this long whitish hair and these the sort of milky pupil less eyes that's just uh sclera and um but instead of uh her kind of like usual face she's kind of got her her teeth are just uh, like even more sort of sharp how sharp are they normally than they normally are which is so she's got quite sharp teeth they're almost sort of vampiric she I think has like kind of put this it's almost like an uh Instagram filter weird artificial blush on her cheeks but it hovers like about an inch off of her skin so it looks visibly like a filter um and she's got this is these amazing. uh long sort of mossy uh antlers protruding from her head and uh she's walking on on cloven hooves so that's what she thinks the fate look like <laughs> I feel like the rest of us uh, are completely ignoring this because we're so used to Gamble just turning into ridiculous things that we're like, oh, here she goes again. Absolutely. Um, But I think what she's going to do is I'm going to roll 2d100 and then whatever I get, I'm going to pull out the records from that many years ago, if that's okay. Of course. (laughs) Yep, that's fine. Uh, (laughs) Testing your knowledge, Ariel. It's testing my ability to cover that with stuff on the spot, Ellie. Uh. So we've got something... So she pulls out a record from 94 years ago and she pulls out a record from 67 years ago and puts them in front of Gimbal expectantly. Okay. Um, Is Gimbal still busy to... So, oh, 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 have you yeah. finished the spell yet? It takes exactly 10 minutes and 6 seconds. Oh, of course. So you probably you probably like spent a minute doing this. So you've got a bit of time left to, before Gimbal can read it. Can I ask uh, the guide who, the guide with us who I've forgotten the name of uh, which year Gertless. Gertless, uh which uh, years the previous disappearances occurred in? The disappearances were all in this year, um, and then they will say, "I'll take you to the the records now," and they actually. They take you sort of uh, to a little bit, and it's there is a table set up with all of these records on them. This has been sort of uh, looked through, and they say this is all of the people who've gone missing this year. Okay, uh, and it's and there there's sort of like twelve. No, there's probably about sixteen records that are still relatively thin there's not like huge amounts of data on them but have got the of, of grow folk and then there's a piece of paper with just a list of names and that's only about eight or so what about uh did you say something about there being disappearances or, or weird occurrences in the past some sort of monster 
Yes, some sort of beast. Yes. Um, I mean, that was... The last time that kind of thing happened was... 160 years ago, I believe. Okay. Do you think it could be related? I'm doubtful. The monster, at least to that specific occurrence... I don't know of all the times that that happened. You'd have to ask someone who had a better recollection of it. We had, I think, maybe one at 340 years ago, roughly. And then... Oh, there was one 250 as well. But we found the reasons for all of those, and we believe we stopped them. At least. Okay. Well, perhaps we one can... One was a monster, one was... Uh, there was a illness going around, and the other was someone came in and was causing problems. And it was nowhere near the site of this place. Well, perhaps we can find out if these recent disappearances have any uh, correlations and then we can see if that matches anything from the previous ones. Mm. Okay, it'll take me some time to find those records. Exactly, that's why I I think we should start with the ones we've got. Yes, Uh, and they'll, they say take a seat and uh, feel free to peruse those records. I'll try and find the ones that you were asking about and they walk off in a different direction. I see I was just going to sit down at one of the tables and start sifting through the the stuff. Uh, and Jacob's going to help out. I think out. she pulls out I think she she pulls out a monocle. Yes, to do oh. this with. So these records are of like 24 grow folk people each with uh, and they have like a name, parent, any like relations kind of thing like and then like occupation that kind of stuff. It's like old-fashioned records where it's like you don't have loads of records on kind of random people you just have like vague, vague things but these are and these are like with other people as well uh, but they've sort of been like highlighted in some way um and the, these different pages have the people um and then the, there's a sheet to the side that has name race and uh sort of occupation slash reason for visit uh, this is all in Grovian, by the way. Oh, so I can't read any of it. <laughs> yeah. Is there? Does it use like the same numbers? Can we pass? Yeah, you could find out like the date that they were born, and like you could you can figure that out. They've they've probably left like if you ask them, they can write down like a quick guide to the numbers because mm. it's it's still yeah. It must be fairly fairly easy to pass out date of birth and and and, and yeah. And names are all names. Um, is there any occupation and thing? A record of when they all went missing. Like, could I get that from the numbers? Yes. So that that's been written next to all of these people as the the date of death. Um, okay. Like, um, is does there seem to be any kind of pattern? Like, is it every like two days or something, or or are they completely random? Roll me investigation. Yeah. Can I help um, out? So you'll definitely be able to get some. Yeah, sure. Give, give <gasps> advantage. I rolled the same... You'll definitely be able to get some information. I rolled the same number as I did before, so that's another 21. (laughs) Woo! Lovely. You're looking through the dates and you see there is a small collection of about four people to start with, and then there's sort of random blips 
but recently it's becoming more and more like when you look at the dates it's becoming closer and closer and closer oh great but you realize those four people to start with all have the last same last name a whole family what is the last name is there anything we recognize no Okay, so it's not it's not Delphi's family. No, it is not Delphi's family. I am not doing that to Delphi. Ooh. We are not unlocking yes. Delphi's tragic backstory. I was gonna say that's also like very big main character energy from Iriel to be like this one shot that's like not about any of the main characters. It's actually it's about, about the main character. my character's <laughs> yeah. family. Ha ha ha. No, um, no, 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 none of them are names you recognise in or out of character. Okay, but none of the rest of them have same last names. Just the four. Uh, yeah. All of the other ones are mm. different. Actually, the the races on the the eight people who are not Grove folk are written in common because there isn't words for that mm-hmm. in Grovian. Okay, um, uh, so you have to use the common so words. The, so, who are the people that they that have gone missing who weren't Grove folk? I wasn't. I was under the impression that there were not many non-Grove folk in the city. So there is. Uh, there's a halfling. There's a human. There are lizard folk, but. You realise those names are also in the Grove, in the records that are like the, the Grove folk people as well. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's Dragonborn, there's Tabaxi, there's two gnomes. I don't know how many people I said now, and I think there's probably a dwarf. That's eight. None of them have the same last name, none of them have... The occupations are... Some of them are the same, but you don't know what they are. Okay. Will Gimbal know with, with his translational abilities? Yeah, if he, when he comes over, you'll be able to, to read off what any of the information that's in Grovian. I have a feeling that these four with the same name might have been the family that lived in that house. Mm. Ha! That's a super cursed house in that case. Super sad. Hmm. Gimbal, are you done? This may come across as impolite, but I would have to say that this is not my favourite language. What is your favourite language? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be thinking about this for an hour (laughs) and 55 (laughs) seconds. Gimbal, Gimbal, focus. We gotta think about this first and languages later. The occupations from the people who are not Grovian, the... The lizard folk have relatively normal ones. They're sort of some. They may be slightly fancier, like a doctor or a scientist or researcher or things like that. But like not wildly fancy. And then the ones that the other ones are. Are they all uh, ghost hunters? Some are dignitaries. <laughs> yes, they're all ghost. <laughs> oh no! They're they're all dignitaries, and there's some artists and some craftspeople. The, that's the the three kind of types that you get from that list, really, other than the lizard folk. Gamble shoots a very nervous look at Gimbal when he mentions dignitaries. Dignitaries is the right word, right? I'm not sure how this has not caused an international incident at this point. That's true. Dignitary might not be the right word, but anyway, it's close enough. Gertless will come back and says, hi, how are you getting on? Um, I haven't found the records yet. It's going to be probably a while longer. Anything you need to ask me before? Um, Why do uh, participles in your language work like this? <laughs> uh, not now. Uh, uh. <laughs> Gimbal, have you found anything about... Oh my gosh. Scotland! <laughs> Scotland! Oh. About Scotland. Gimbal, have you found... Oh, I'm, I've gone... I've lost it. Hang Yorkshire! Have you found anything... Um, Yorkshire, Yorkshire. Have you found anything 
about how they went missing and where they were. Can I roll for research? <laughs> there is no record of how they went. So the, the, a lot of the people um, were invited by sort of the the government kind of thing by like the council to take part in like discussions about tourism, about getting more people into the city or art and doing art based on the city and the forests or learning crafts from the people in the forest and that kind of stuff. It's sort of like um, an outreach program to outside the forest is a lot of what the people were invited here for. So what you're saying is these people could check in any time they liked, but they couldn't leave. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can I roll a history check to see how much Gamble might know about grow folk relations with other cultures and with other, like how much yeah, how sure. much cultural exchange there is this is maybe Ellie metagaming a teensy bit but like let's see if Gamble I mean, knows anything generally you'll know there isn't much it's quite isolated but if you want to know specific things you, you, you can roll let's see that is a 16 yeah you know that the um, for a long time they've been very isolated but it's very much a weird type of isolation it's kind of a product of the envi- of environment in terms of it's very difficult for grow folk to survive outside of the forest and for non-grow folk to survive inside the forest it takes a lot of uh, work from either party to um, provide that so there have been like exchanges and stuff but recently you know that there's kind of been a push to get people in you don't really know exactly why or like what's spurred it on but in the last couple of years it's been happening uh so my current working theory is we are dealing with hyper regional anti uh well yeah tradition very traditionalist ghosts <laughs> that's what you say the traditionalist ghosts and not someone pretending to be a traditionalist ghost trad wife ghosts both is good you make a well, in my experience ghosts have one of two objectives and it's to get people to leave them alone or to get people out see hyper regional so traditionalist why... ghosts uh, well yes she but makes then a why would they point be... thank you why would they be people going missing as opposed to people just being killed or or for all we know, the bodies are all in that house. I think we should just oh, go out no. and look at the house. Oh, good, good point. I tend um, to agree. You did say you wanted, you might want information about the house uh, in some way. Yes. yes, I can. Yes, if uh, at all possible, we would like to avoid getting ill or murdered. Of course, of course, of course. or dying or taken over by ghosts to do their ghostly bidding. Well, I think Jacob's already got that one covered. So yes, that's my point. Zero out of ten do not recommend. <laughs> Gutless will bring you to a different part of the records. You're in kind of the area for like births and deaths and population stuff. They bring you to a different area where it's more about like areas and houses and things like that and like uh, utilities or whatever. Although you don't really have utilities. They start searching through and eventually they'll find a record that's of like the area and uh, will hand it off to you and they say I'll, I'll have a look for something else i think we might have something useful as well um but uh, feel free to peruse that record while i look for this one uh, and you can search through this record and quite easily find reference to the same family well yeah you know it's a family now that went uh, missing the name registered to own one of the houses um this family of four ha ah. 
Interesting. Um, it's looking like we've got a standard location-based haunting here. Hmm. Get this, get this. Yes. Just to clarify, did all of these people go missing near and around the house? We're not sure. We don't. We can't keep track of people as they enter the city. But I believe most of the people, most of the people visiting the forest, were coming from that region or were traveling through that area at some point. Interesting. Um, so potentially, we've... and then they bring. Sorry. Oh no, go ahead. So potentially, we've got very territorial ghosts, but I don't know. Like, I, what? Like, what? What killed them in the first place? Is I guess what's or what made them missing in the first place? Presumably, they were eaten by the ghosts. But what if they are the ghosts? Well, there would have to be an initial ghost. Uh, also, copyright gamble. <laughs> uh, there would have to be still an initial ghost to do the eating and ghost transformation. Yes. No. Yes. P- yes. Potentially. I don't think it really matters. I think we should go there and, and uh, get it over with and, and fight the ghost. Uh, and Gertless says, that sounds great. I did find this and opens up a, a much thicker, denser folder and says, I believe, and starts like rifling through and like looking through things and like, and then says, these are the plans for the area. The, the houses are built very similarly. Yai gets very excited about that. <laughs> and is like, a map! I will give you <gasps> some... some uh, OMG! Oh, this is very exciting. We can put this on the Twitter when it, this eventually comes out. Twitter yes. content. <gasps> this. Ooh. It's in Grovian, so you can't read this, but I can't be... I couldn't be bothered to make a Grovian script. I can read script, it. <laughs> yeah. And they say this, it might be different. The, the houses weren't always made exactly to specification, but um, this is the, the typical plan for this kind of a house. Okay, that's, that's useful. So it's not the exact house. I do like having the plans. It says, Grove Folk Eastern Houses, and it's almost but not quite a square. I'm so sorry, Gimbal. It happens. <laughs> at least you got squared paper this time. Gimbal just looks down at the paper that's definitely not a square. <laughs> and then looks back <laughs> at you. No, 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 it's, no, it's, got, a, it's in, got a grid mark on the paper. It's got grid on it. Everyone look at this cool art. Grids are good. Grids are good. We, we have a, we have a cool floor pa- plan, courtesy of Ariel. Look at it on our Twitter. Ha. Yes. Is it a little bit... Is there anything on this book that's either dusty, torn, or wrinkled? <laughs> the whole book is a bit dusty, torn, and wrinkled. <laughs> Okay, any book any book that Gimbal has touched that is dusty <gasps> or damaged in any way, and you immediately cast Prestidigitation to clean it off. Amazing. And then to fix it. Oh my god. Amazing. Gosh. Every book that passes through Gimbal's hands is pristine when it leaves. Okay. Yes. And then it's, it's put away on the shelves to gather dust again. Uh, I was going to say, they always hand it over to, to Gamble, who immediately like starts folding, like dog earring <laughs> pages. No. Like. And then says, if you want, I can take you to the, the house now. That would be good. Um, I, uh, sure. I don't want to, like, I mean, obviously I would like this to be prepared and to not die, but uh, Myra wants to... To die. Uh, it, it's not accurate to say that she hungers for ghost flesh, but... <laughs> Yaya is visibly uncomfortable. <laughs> if it's not accurate, why did you say it? Because those are the vibes. <laughs> those are the creepy, creepy <laughs> vibes. You know, as much as Myra is a serious force to be reckoned with and also kind of terrifying and haunting, I do like her energy. 
Uh, Can we not talk about the creepy haunted doll? I don't, I don't doll? think she wants competition is the thing. I think she wants to be the scariest thing. Uh, and it works because she is the scariest thing. Well, you have to respect that. It's a ghost that knows exactly what it wants. Yeah! It wants to be Yikes. scarier than the other ghosts. I have a request to Gertless. Yes. Can we stop five miles out from the house? Oh, I've gone Scottish again. <sighs> um, of course, why? Well, I can tell if there's a ghost in there if we're five miles away. Is that as far as you want to get close to it? Five miles, God. Oh, that, that's as close, that, that's, as, that's as far as we can get. It's within, it's within five miles, is what I'm trying to say. But it, it, it's it's, uh, it's far enough away that it probably won't be able to kill us from there. Well, I hope so. If it can kill us from five we'll miles away, we'll find that out. We're just, uh, we are doomed. I was not prepared for this, baby. <laughs> um. Yes! Okay, yeah, you can... Yes, Chloe making the most competent characters! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Are we headed out? Yes, we are. Yeah. Gamble gets cool. up. Gamble gets up from the chair that she has been sitting completely incorrectly on. She just she can't sit on a chair properly. Something I'm sure many of our listeners will relate to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Woo. And we follow the thing, so it's like, is it a completely ridiculous stereotype for for queer people to not be able to sit on chairs nope. people properly? I mean, it, surely there's nothing about being queer that makes you not want to sit on chairs properly. On the other hand, and yet, am I sitting there with like sideways on the sofa with one leg on the on the top of the sofa and one leg dangling off of the sofa? Uh, yes. I so, feel like the Venn diagram of queer and neurodivergent just keeps getting closer and closer until eventually it will just be a circle. Oof. Mm. <laughs> Back to D and D. You so you make your way to five miles out from the the building. I, I like a little bit in from that to make sure. What's the yeah. feature that you're so, using, by the way? Do you know? It's primeval awareness. Ooh. I need to spend one uninterrupted minute. So I turn to Gimbal and I go, Gimbal, I'm going to take one minute and six seconds, and like sit down. <laughs> Gimbal nods solemnly, <laughs> with great respect. <laughs> Uh, I can sense whether any of my favourite enemies, which is undead, are present within five miles. Uh, it reveals which of the enemies are present, their numbers, and the creature's general direction and distance in miles from us. If there's multiple groups of favoured enemies within range, you learn this information for each group. Your favourite enemies are undead, right? Yes. yes. Anything undead. Okay. So, it's strange. It's hard to describe exactly. You're... you're doing this thing, sensing out, putting out vibes into the uh, atmosphere. You do pick up something in that direction, right? The direction that you've been pointed is the right direction to. And you're sort of like, oh yeah, I can sense that there's there's something undead there. There's a, a, a undead creature of some form there. But as you're trying to kind of figure out what their numbers and the sort of the groupings of it, it's floaty. There's no like clean line in any of it you think that there might be just one and it's big but there also could be two and you can kind of feel them starting to split apart and then it there it's all one big thing and then it's all one quite small thing actually and then it goes quite quiet in a way there is still that underlying like the smell of something having been there but there's nothing actively going on anymore this is highly unusual Oh, cool. That sounds fun. No, it's not fun. Well, it's definitely haunted. Well, good. You doy. But I can't I can't tell what 
by or how many of them there are or where it is. And usually I can. Nice! Surprises! I love surprises! I hate surprises. You're pretty sure of where it is. <laughs> so it is a ghost, though, or plural. Oh, it's definitely undead. It might be a zombie, but it's probably a ghost. Okay. That's good enough for me. Cool. Yeah, I'm guessing you make your way to the house now from this point. Yeah, baby. Yes, I'm just wondering. Hmm? I, I don't want us to get attacked. Yeah, we'll be like on the lookout. Yeah, yeah. you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um, like As we get closer, though, Gimbal is casting mage, honor, mage armor on both himself and Gamble. Thank you for registering that I didn't choose mage armor because I'm chaotic and my armor class was therefore 10. Um... Oof. It's 13 now. Oh, it's, yeah, baby. Oh, oh, yeah, mage armor isn't concentration. No. I think oh, I think when when he does this, uh, Gamble's just going to hold Gimble's hand. Oh. It is a ranged oh. touch, so that is Jeez. necessary. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Entirely necessary. Yes! Hand. It's perfectly um, logical and necessary that we be holding hands right now. Whatever you say, Aww. You get to this house. It's a very tall house because all, by the way, all ceilings in the Grofolk City are vaulted to like 13 feet at least. And like all the, the doorways are like 10 feet. Like the, the, in, in stark contrast to Ellie making the Clockwork City appropriate for short people and short people only, Ariel's, uh, <laughs> Ariel's dream is just somewhere where tall people can walk without having to duck anywhere. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's intimidatingly, t- if like a gnome's in the city, it's like, cool, this ceiling's like four times my height. Nice. Uh, and the, some of the people are four times my height. So yeah, you, you walk up to this house, you see this, this tall building, and it's very similar to the other Grofolk buildings. It's got the same sort of design and it's made in the same way, but all of the windows have been shuttered closed. There's very little light going inside. It feels more closed off than any of the other houses. The other houses have the windows open and often the doors open. It brings in light and it, it looks very lush and green and everything. And this just looks, looks greyer and darker. As you're walking towards this house, you feel it start to drizzle. <gasps> the rain is starting to fall upon you and upon the city. And it's still it's still warm outside, it's not cold. Pathetic fallacies. <laughs> I was about to say! But it, it, it is starting to drizzle and it, it doesn't seem like it's going to stop soon. It's, it's, the, the sky is cloudy and it's not looking too lush and lovely like it was uh, sort of early on in the day. Someone's not happy. finished. Nate, do you want to say where you're from, where we can find you? Sure. I'm from Cast of Many Things. You can find me on Twitter at Nate Scott Jones or at Cast of Many Things. We've got a bunch of fun many things in the Cast of Many Things. <laughs> the most relevant of which is you should listen to Worms in Space, which is our <laughs> test kitchen collaboration with Doma. 
It was very fun. Yay! It was very, very fun. Yay. Also, side note, Gimbal is using Prestidigitation as an umbrella. <gasps> yes! Very good. Nothing can shield you from the pathetic fallacy, though. <laughs> I came up with the prophetic fallacy on the spot. The, the rain was planned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pathetic fallacy or prophetic fallacy? Da 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 da. Aces is Am Chisholm, Chloe Elliott, Iriel Evans, Katie McLeod, and me, Ellie Webster. Many thanks to our patrons, Nate Scott Jones, Ouroboros, E.K. Green, Space Ben, Callum D, Ebad, KP, and Still a Piece of Garbage. If you want to join them or find out more about what different rewards we offer, head to patreon.com forward slash deck of many aces. If you'd like to leave us a review, please do so on the podcast platform of your choice. If your podcast platform doesn't have a review system, then you can use our Podchaser page. We read every review and it means the world to us. If you want to chat to us on socials, it's at Deck of Many Aces on pretty much every social media you can think of. Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Blue Sky, Hive. We've got all of them. Give us a bell on any of those, or if you want to send us an email the old-fashioned way, it's deckofmanyaces at gmail.com. If you love the music from the show, you can check it out. It's on Chloe Elliott's Bandcamp. You can also search for any of the original soundtrack albums just by searching Deck of Many Aces in most music streaming platforms. If you want to find us elsewhere, there's lots of places on the internet you can do so. You can find both Am and Chloe on uh, Rendezvous with Destiny, our sister podcast. Am also runs a podcast with Will called Date Night Drive-In. And Chloe can be found on Twitch at Chloe underscore with the flow. As for me, I've not got much out on the internet these days, but if you would like to support me or would like to hear more about what I'm doing in the creative sphere, have a little look at the episode description and click the sign up to my mailing list link. I'll never spam your inbox, it's usually an email every month or two just to kind of let you know what I'm doing, what projects are in your area or online that I'm getting involved with and how you can support me as an artist. If you'd like to support the podcast, obviously the Patreon we've mentioned earlier. If you just want to support us with a one-off donation, you can go to our Acast supporter link. That's supporter.acast.com forward slash deck of many aces with dashes between the words. That's all from me. I love you. Have an ace week. Bye. Bye.